Welcome to Ebtide Wellness, where you learn mindfulness-based techniques to help you meet the flow of your life. Here, we authentically explore what is going on within us to best meet what is happening around us. There's no stopping life, but we can meet it no matter what the tide. I'm your host, Dr. Heather Rupp, inviting you to be Ebtide Well. Hello, and welcome back to Ebtide Wellness, the podcast. I'm glad you're here. Today, I'm going to share with you a tool that has just been coming up like again and again for me in my personal meditation and spiritual practice, and I've just found it so miraculously, immediately, gratifyingly helpful that I thought it was time to talk about it. And so This is a tool if you feel like you're kind of stuck in a pattern or you're having some ruminating emotions or thoughts in the direction of negative anger, irritation, um, just kind of feeling hooked into stories about yourself or others, focusing on the past. This is a tool that will help, in my opinion and experience, set you free, clear you out. And so this tool that I'm talking about is nothing fancy. It's nothing even that you can hold or purchase, which I think for some people is disappointing. It's like, oh, I can't just like order that thing that's going to make life better. No. Again, like the major issue people have with mindfulness, it's like it comes from you. You've got to do it. But this tool isn't um, isn't as, as easy as it is simple. The simpleness is it is forgiveness. And so... When I'm saying the idea of forgiveness right now, just notice even what comes up for you. Whether it's like, oh, cool. Um, Or for many of us, it's uh, resistance maybe. Like, I don't want to forgive. Like, you know, fuck them. (laughs) But there's more complexity to it than um, than that. So let's talk about the first area in which we can address forgiveness. And although for many of us immediately, perhaps the idea of others comes up, I think it's because we're generally more externally focused. Really, self-forgiveness is where it starts. And that's why I've been focusing my practice of recent and finding the benefit. I think for the most part, we're generally unaware of how much we're carrying the past with us of should have done, why didn't I do? And for me, I just had a birthday. Happy birthday to me. There was a very unsatisfying Valentine's Day. (laughs) Is it ever satisfying? But I've just been thinking, and with New Year's, a lot of reflection on on where my life is. And it's easy to have the boxes checked or unchecked, the stories told, the conditions to be judged as favorable or not. And to kind of like look back to past self and be like, really? Like, you let us here? (laughs) Like, why did you do that thing? Why didn't you do that thing? Here I am because past self really screwed up. And whether that's a conscious or unconscious thing, I think many of us kind of carry regrets or shame or disappointment or, you know, how it shows up in jealousy or bitterness. Ooh, bitterness. Um, Resentments about where life is for you. Notice if that's happening. Um, And that can be shown in how you're looking at someone else's life. If you're staying, you know, not completely in your lane, focusing on someone else's stuff they have, you don't have, feeling a victim, mm, you might need to forgive yourself a little bit. We carry with us 
what we perceive to have done wrong. And I say perceive because it's just not true. You know, you did the best with you that you could at that time in your life. And also, you don't know. You don't know. I always remind myself, I don't know the full picture. I don't know the full web of this world. I don't know the full universal code. So if we're judging past self for not having somehow miraculously made every what we conceive of right and left turn, well, that's really unfair. And it's ignorant. And it's really narrow in scope because past and current you self, you don't know where you're supposed to be right now. (laughs) So to be mad at past self for not getting you to where you think you should be or would love or prefer to be is just, um, again, not trusting in a larger plan. And it's not very beneficial to you because it's holding you in the past. This is where the stagnation element comes in. If we're so focused on that which could have been, that which went wrong, we're stuck in the past and we're not in the present. Martin Luther King has a great quote. He says, that which I was not but could have been, that which I would have done but did not do. Can I find the fortitude to remember in truth, to understand, to submit, to forgive, and to be free to move on in time? And so this quote, what it shows us is it's a freedom we gain when we just say, I forgive you to our past self. I forgive you. And there's nothing that you cannot forgive for yourself. So something that's given me great ease when I say to myself is there is nothing that it cannot be forgiven. The smallest transgression, for some reason, we like hold and carry around like, you know, our penance for having said the wrong thing or done the wrong thing or acted the wrong way. And we just carry it around like this punishment is what we deserve. And no, we're human and we're imperfect and we're here to learn. This is something else to remember. You're not here to be perfect. You're not here to never mess up. Actually, if that's what your criteria is, you're really misunderstanding the project. (laughs) The project is to learn. The project is to fall. The project is to make mistakes. The project is to then move forward in a different way because we've learned, not because we shamed ourselves, because we're terrible people, because we screwed up, but because we're learning. We're in earth school. We're doing our best. And forgiveness to ourself allows the setting of the stage to move on. Instead of just rolling around in the past like a little pig in mud, feeling terrible about ourselves, subconsciously, consciously, becoming depressed, feeling dark, feeling irritable, feeling angry. These are times when you feel these ways that you know you need to forgive yourself. Even if it's something intangible, you're not even sure what you're mad at yourself about. Just say, I forgive you. So we review our lives not to feel that we've screwed up, but to say, oh, my, my, my feelings about certain things have transgressed is a signal for me. So if I feel guilt or badly about something that I have done or not done, it's not something to beat ourselves up about, but it says, oh, this is somewhere then I can do differently in the future. I'm not going to repeat this mistake or action or reaction in the future because it doesn't line up with myself, my values, my ideals, and move on. I don't like the way that felt. I don't like what I did. I don't like what happened. Okay, cool. I forgive myself. I did the best at the time. Moving forward, I'm going to do it differently because that was a learning opportunity for me. So the forgiveness allows us to move on from painful, stuck past preoccupation into a clean slate of opportunity to say, I learned something. So let's do a little inquiry here. Where 
have you been holding yourself at fault or guilty for something you did or did not do? Allow yourself to notice where you've been carrying the anger, the resentment, the hurt, the regret, the negative mental chatter are showing you someplace where you have been holding yourself as guilty or at fault. And can you just say to yourself, I forgive you? Not because it was the right or wrong thing to do or because you're going to do it again, but because you're moving on with compassion, with learning a lesson, with knowing that your job is not to be perfect all the time. Where can you forgive yourself with love and maybe even an internal hug and say, I forgive you. There is a prayer, Hawaiian prayer, that you can repeat to yourself. I'm sorry. Say to yourself, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. And notice how that feels. How does it feel to offer yourself compassion, understanding, allowing yourself to release and let go? not be perfect all the time. Naturally, you might feel some resistance to this. So notice if that's true, if you feel like you don't deserve it or you're supposed to be this way or da-da-da-da-da, whatever mental stories are coming up. And forgive yourself for that as well. (laughs) We don't have to be perfect in our forgiveness either. It's a process. And the resistance can just show you places where you can continue to be gentle and kind to yourself. So remember this, that you can always forgive yourself for absolutely everything, even if it's kind of an intangible, just feeling like you don't like yourself right now. Well, then forgive yourself for whatever it is that's tainting your perception of yourself, not loving yourself. Move on with forgiveness, an act of love for yourself. You're not perfect, and you don't need to be. And so moving on to other imperfect people, (laughs) all the other humans out there that we have had a lifetime of having interactions with, being hurt by, hurting them, um, then that just leads to stories and anger and irritation and really, again, burdens. It's the burdening that becomes heavy when we hold on to the hurt. When we hold on to what becomes anger, we hold on to the resentment, the stories, the judgment. Why did they do that? I can't believe I did that. I can't believe they did that. You know, the um, the revenge fantasies, I mean, as fun as they are, I've got my share. (laughs) They don't really serve you. It's sort of, it can be like a little bit like ice cream, like indulge, you know, what's a healthy amount for you, but then put it away because that's not going to feel good to avenge yourself to another person it'll probably make you feel pretty bad if you've ever acted out in anger or irritation or in hurt you know that being reactive and active impulsively isn't usually making the situation better for yourself internally and when we think about forgiving other people it's not to put on like this pollyanna smile of like it's okay you know, they didn't know any better. You know, no, people do really terrible things. 
There is evil in this world. There are completely awful, terrible things done on a daily basis. And forgiveness does not mean ignoring that or or saying it's okay. Forgiveness is what you do for yourself to release the energetic connection you have to that person. Forgiveness is saying, I forgive you so I can move on. Forgiveness does not mean so you pull them into a hug and continue to have them in your life in all senses. In other cases, you know, forgiveness allows you to to really let them go from your life. So you're not putting a false label on something as okay when it's just not. There are things that are just not okay. Behaviors. But people are always okay. Behaviors might be completely wrong, but the people are not. So when we focus on the people, the act of forgiving that soul, you can think of them as children. You can understand their backgrounds. You can understand the pain that they have had. You know, the understanding comes a long way to saying, I can forgive you, maybe imagining them in light as a bigger being than this person they are in this life where they've learned lessons that have, you know, led to them acting in ways that is what they know, but is not okay. So even when it's not okay, we still forgive as an act to ourself because it gives us that reset. Instead of us being entangled in that energetic toxicity that comes with holding on to our emotional response to something that's wrong, we get to clean it out. We're not ignoring it happened. We're not saying, I didn't feel the hurt. You need to feel the hurt. You need to feel the anger. You need to feel all the feels. And then when you're ready and you'll know when you are, you got to someday be <laughs> bit by bit. It's not, a, it's not always a all at once kind of thing. It's again, again a process. A little bit, you can say, I, I forgive you and see the, the movement that happens. It changes the timeline. It changes the atmosphere. It changes the energy for you. You get a fresh start. You get a new beginning. You release all that entanglement with something, especially if it was dark and wrong that you don't want to be attached to anymore. But for the most part, people aren't doing evil, terrible things to us on a daily basis. For the most part, it's like that person who cut you off in the car or um, your friend who said the thing that they didn't know was going to hurt, but it really hurt. And these little transgressions, we should just make a habit. It's a way of living of, you know, you can say to yourself, gosh, that really hurt, but I know they didn't mean it. I forgive them. Let it go. Or maybe they didn't mean it. And you can say, I see that they're just having a hard day. I forgive them. Let it go. Not saying it's okay, but you're not going to make it a thing for you. This is for you. We forgive other people to help ourselves move on, to help ourselves not carry the layers of resentment, of anger, of all the things that hurt us more. So it's one thing to be hurt. You know, the second arrow we've talked about, it's one thing to be hurt by someone. Another thing is to be continually hurt because we're not letting it go. And we let it go by forgiving. And again, forgiveness as an intention and emotion within you is completely independent of the behavior that follows. 
Your behavior might not change at all to that person. Or your behavior with forgiveness might be a severing of that relationship. Or perhaps the forgiveness allows you to be closer. There's no right or wrong way to behave externally. You know, the downstream impact of the internal forgiveness isn't one way or the other. It will evolve from within, as all things do. If we're holding something difficult or negative or resentful within ourselves, our behavior is going to have a natural um, taint to it, uh, pattern to it that comes from that. Conversely, if we're holding forgiveness, allowance, and equanimity within ourselves, the behavior that follows is going to be different whether we are consciously controlling that behavior or not. And so I've recently, not recently, it's been years, but it's been years trying to forgive this one person in my life. And while I've not actively decided to make that a conversation between me and that person or to deliberately make, you know, stakes in the ground about changes in behavior, there's been a huge shift in our relationship. One in which, because I've forgiven and I'm no longer entangled in my negative thinking, I'm able to make better decisions about the boundaries that I have. Because when you forgive someone, you don't just keep going back for more. You don't say, I forgive you. Let's do it again. Hurt me again. You know, (laughs) if you forgive someone, but you know that that side of the equation, the other person is going to keep in the same situation, you move on. You make changes yourself so you don't have to keep doing it. Keep forgiving yourself because you're forgiving them. You know, you don't just walk back to the hot stove and put your hands on again and again. You can forgive and walk away. Or you can forgive and just modify the parameters. So in this case I was talking about, I've noticed just naturally the boundaries have changed. And it's become much healthier for everyone. I think more satisfying. Even without deliberately having any conversations or making big claims, it's just naturally evolved into one that's smoother, that's easier, more satisfying and free. In this case, it was because it was a relationship I wanted to maintain. So that was important to me. Other times, you know, peace out, you're done. It's up to you. So I'm sure as I've been talking, some people have come up for you. And let's do an inquiry here. Of who, not that they deserve it or not, but who for you is it time to forgive? Where have you been holding another person or group of people as guilty or at fault? Is there an opportunity here for you to set yourself free to forgive? And you can repeat the Ho'oponopono prayer. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. You can also just tell them I forgive you. And notice how that feels. If there's blocks of resistance, notice that. Again, they don't have to deserve it. They don't have to have done right by you. But they're an imperfect human just like you. Is there a room, even a crack in a window of empathy or understanding, or even not, just saying, I'm doing this for me? Or you can release and cut the cord of entanglement that's coming from a lack of forgiveness. Forgiveness is letting go. Letting go of the energetic charge of your commitment to continually holding the past 
in the present. Forgive them so you can move on. So this is why we do this. It's not for them. Although many people will benefit, like I said, because you will be different. Or some people won't benefit from their perspective because if you forgive them, it's going to change, you know, like I said, boundaries and things often because you don't go back to be hurt again if you're mindful. So why do we do this? It is to put our burdens down, to free ourselves from the baggage we're carrying, the resentment, the guilt, the anger, all the things that are heavy, that cloud our present. If we're so consumed in where we've done wrong, where we've been wronged, what they did wrong, what we did wrong, it just is heavy. It's heavy, it's confusing, clouds your vision, keeps you from seeing what is actually in the present. Being mindful is being in the present. If you're constantly in the past, carrying the scripts, carrying the taint, the flavor, especially from a victimized, this was done to me, I'm mad at them, I will never forgive them perspective, you are really hurting yourself. There's a great quote by Steve Maraboli. He says, the truth is, unless you let go, unless you forgive yourself, unless you forgive the situation, unless you realize that the situation is over, you cannot move forward. So when we're not forgiving someone or something, we're not saying that's done. So we're continuing it, which is just like ironic. You know, we want, we're mad at something, we're hurt by something, but our lack of forgiveness and release of it is perpetuating it to continue it. Wouldn't we really want it to stop? To be put in the past? And we do that with the simple tool of forgiveness. It's so simple. I forgive you. I forgive it. I understand. And then we, us, we do this for us can live life from a clean slate, a fresh start, and be in the present. And ultimately, this is how we decrease the suffering in ourselves, our relationships, our society, and the world. This is the, hmm, it's the the thing I wish we all did all the time to make our world a better place. The world, as we all know, those beautiful quotes, does not get better. Dark does not fight the light, does not bring the light. Fighting darkness with darkness like whether you're Martin Luther King or a Jedi, does not work. <laughs> light brings light. And so we, we focus on these acts of forgiveness and then becomes an attitude of not holding on to grudges for ourselves and others, of not gripping and grasping the rights and the scores and the who done wrong, who done rights. It's a way to live. So forgiveness is engaged mindfulness. It's one thing to do your exercises, your forgiveness exercises, your journaling, your sitting on the cushion. These are important ways to process, to move things through, to sit with ourselves. But ultimately that's intended so that we live a certain way. So when we live with the attitude of forgiveness, it's a choice that we continue to engage in a process. And it just becomes easier and just the way we are, just not holding on to things, not needing to even the score, even when we're hurt, even when things have gone wrong. And this lets us move on. Again, not so that the person or the organization, there's so many things that I do not like being done in the world today. But I'm going to continue to forgive them to release me from the toxicity so I'm freer 
to do behaviors that minimize the impact of those things that I think are wrong. So there's many things in the world I think are wrong. You know, the climate crisis, I am actively, constantly upset by the way our planet is treated. And my work is to forgive those who are implementing the destruction as humans, as souls, as lights. And freeing myself from that resentment, from the, can you believe it? Same thing with politics. What a crazy people, what assholes, whatever your inner monologue. Free yourself of that chatter because that's useless energy. Where can your energy go that supports your cause? Where can you come from in a way that's proactive to saving what you like, not fighting against what you don't? Engage with what you want. Stop engaging with what you don't. So it's a way of life. And scientifically, they've done tons of studies. If this was a pill, again, everyone would take it. But engaging in acts of forgiveness has been shown through countless studies to improve cardiovascular health, decreasing the risk of heart attacks, reducing blood pressure, reducing or improving cholesterol. It improves your sleep. You're not sitting there having your revenge fantasies at night. You can sleep. Your mind's not racing. It reduces pain. If we're in the lack of forgiveness, then our body is in a fight-flight mode, which increases inflammation, which screws up our digestion and our blood sugar because we think we're in a fight. Because in your mind, you are. If you haven't forgiven someone, you're still fighting with them. You're still stewing. You're still in the activated place that your body gets sick from, depressed from, anxious from, stressed from. That of forgiveness is for you. And then ultimately, that translates to something that makes all the things that we're mad at Maybe better. Maybe we can help them. So one last inquiry here for you. What would it feel like to live with and engage in a process of forgiveness? To have an attitude, I forgive you. Feel the feels, to have the response of anger, you know, injustice that's deserved. To feel for punishment, you can punish and still forgive. These things are okay. But what if their attitude there was one of forgiveness? I see you. I forgive. I don't know about you, but for me, it just feels really different. It comes back to that negative charge and connection for me again and again. It takes you out of control with some other person or situation or even your past preoccupation with yourself. Takes that out of the driver's seat and you bring yourself back to center and present and you're back in a space of sovereignty and action, not reaction, not um, being completely the victim of being victimized. <laughs> and if we all walked around this day, you know, just try it for a day. Oh, the guy cuts you off in traffic. Okay, I forgive you. You know, whatever. The person gives you the weird eye, the stink eye, when you say something or do something. You know, who cares? Forgive them. Who cares? Maybe you triggered something because you're so awesome. Who knows? Let's try for a day. Maybe it loads for more. And when you're doing forgiveness, it can be instantaneous. Like I said, just kind of walking around doing it. But if it's a bigger thing, a bigger relationship, a bigger situation... Journaling about it helps because it makes it concrete. Talking to someone can help, even if it's not the, the target of your forgiveness. 
Put it into the world. So let's close with a short meditation to help us be in the process of forgiveness. So finding the grounding posture that's available to you now, feet uncrossed, whether you're sitting or standing, lying down, just allow yourself to really feel the feet, to really feel the hands, to feel the body as an anchor for you, out of the mind, out of the past, but here and now, just notice how the arms feel and the legs as a way to come into your, your space. It's possible you can close your eyes. And notice what thoughts are active for you right now. Not to get into the thoughts or participate, but to watch. Seat of the observer, watching and noticing the stories, the scripts, the people that have come up, the concepts, the triggers that have come up for you with this idea of forgiveness and just witnessing what's present, sticky, charged for you. And allowing all of that to be there. Forgiving yourself for thinking it shouldn't be. You're a perfectly imperfect human with a racing mind, difficult emotions, and connections to the past. We remember again and again while we witness that and notice our attachment to that, we have the choice to not live there. So we don't have to change it or tell it to go away. We're just going to move our attention to the breath instead. Allow yourself simply to feel what it feels like to inhale. To be engaged in how it feels when you exhale. To come into the space of the breath as your present attention and focus. And step out of the thinking mind. You'll get pulled back into the thoughts, but notice again and again, when you do, how you can come back to the breath instead. It's your choice. Forgive yourself and move back into the inhales. How does it feel when you inhale through the nose and the throat and the chest and the shoulders? And the reverse on the exhales. Letting the breath bring you into some place within you that's true, that's centered, that's now. And as you anchor into this spot, you might notice where the body is holding the burdens of hurt, resentment, regret, the past, fighting a fight that's not here right now, having conversations that are one-sided. There's an obvious place in your body where this is being held. Just notice that and it will soften. You can bring awareness to the shoulders, the burdens you're carrying that aren't about this moment. Let them go. Releasing the belly. Allowing the belly to come into release, relaxation, and out of fight and flight. The legs don't have to be tense. You can let go of the feet, the face, the brow, jaw. Noticing the impact that our 
mind house in our bodies if we're constantly carrying the fights in the past and refusing to let it go our body is suffering release that suffering as an act of kindness come into this breath come into this body let it go into this present moment and coming down to the heart space in the same way the rest of the body gets tight and stuck we don't release with forgiveness the heart too can get tight and heavy and stuck sit with your heart not judging it not saying it shouldn't be that way again this is the process of living of acquiring these experiences and then learning to let them go so feel what the heart has acquired that might not be helpful for you or or useful for it And just let the heart speak. And the heart often tells us our pains. And the mind will contribute with its stories and justifications, just allowing this process to unfold. Feeling what you need to feel. Feeling the anger. Feeling whatever is there. And it's just feeling it. It needs to be felt. And underneath whatever difficulty is there in terms of other people or your past, there's hurt for you right now that that's where you can focus instead. Nothing else matters. Release everything else. Forgive the past. Forgive the others. Forgive the world and come into loving yourself and mending your hurt instead. Saying to whatever, whoever, I forgive you. Feeling the cord of energetic difficulty be cut. Not a drain to you any longer. Not giving away your energy to those or situations or thoughts that you don't want to hold anymore. Come into the heart. Come into love for yourself instead. No matter what, there is nothing you cannot forgive about yourself. Hold the love. Hold the imperfection. Hold the learning. I forgive myself. I love myself. Allow yourself to sink into the spaciousness of trust, of present, of love. Compassion and understanding for ourselves, for others, for all beings, for life itself as a process. We choose in every moment to have a clean slate for ourselves. To not wear the cloats and badges of resentments and pains any longer. Simply by forgiving. And when you do that, do you notice how you feel now? Softer? What else do you notice is available to you without the energy going to grasping a response to pain? Once you've allowed the pain, healed the pain, what else is available for you? And that is the way we can live. That is the choice. I'll close with a quote by Trevor Hall from one of his songs. He says, 
Forgive everything that has ever happened. Life is everything we can imagine laid out in patterns of pain and passion. You cannot control it, so keep your compassion. There are no accidents and there are no factions. There is no us and them. Nothing to borrow or lend, no enemy or friend. And only forgiveness can make that happen. The only battle worth the fight from the Rwandan genocide to the Seven Sisters forgiving Orion for how he chases them across the sky every night. Forgiveness is for giving. So give yourself this gift from time to time. And let all of your mistakes become all of your greatest gifts in disguise. Thank you for listening today. I hope to see you next time. In the meantime, be ebtide well. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please support this podcast by clicking the like and subscribe buttons. And why not share it with someone else who might connect with it? I'll see you next time. In the meantime, be uptight well.